0: Central Scholar University Psychology Society presents the Friday Sit-Down Podcast. The Friday Sit-Down is a five-episode podcast series that aims to create a new perspective towards common misconceptions and mental health disorders. Its objectives are to Develop a clear understanding of different mental health disorders. Promote different advocacy circling mental health. Encourage and build a sense of receptiveness. And create a digital safe space. Catch us Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. on September 25, October 30, November 13, November 27, and December 11. Don't miss it! Good evening, everyone, and welcome to CU Psychology Society's first-ever podcast series entitled The Friday Sit-Down with the theme of Gaining Headway on Common Psychological Misconceptions. This episode of the Friday Sit-Down is co-presented by the following. Far Eastern University Psychology Society, De La Salle Araneta University Psychology Society, National Teachers College Psychological Society, Our Lady of Fatima University Antipolo Psych Organization, University of Perpetual Health System, Delta, Kalamba Psychology Society, Psychology Society of Pamantasan ng Kabuyaw, Don Honorio Ventura State University Psychology Society, and Polytechnic University of the Philippines Psychology Students Association. The Friday sit-down aims to achieve the following. First, develop a of different mental health disorders. Second, Promote different advocacy circling mental health. Third, encourage and build a sense of receptiveness among the listeners. And lastly, create a digital space. In this fourth episode, we will tackle something that we're all a little familiar with. To our listeners, this episode is about substance abuse disorder, or for short, SAD. My name is Julia Daniela A. Bautista, and I will be your host for tonight. You know what to do. Go plug in your earphones, grab your favorite go-to snack, and find a comfortable spot. It's time to listen to registered specialist talk about different mental health disorders that we, as future psychologists, need to keep note. Before anything else, I would like to welcome Ms. Jill Emanuel De Santos from BS Psychology 2A to introduce our guest this evening.
1: Good evening to our listeners. It is my honor and privilege to introduce to you our distinguished guest for tonight, who will be able to help us debunk common misconceptions on substance abuse disorder. Our guest speaker is an alumnus of University of Santo Tomas, Manila, where in 2012 he graduated with a Bachelor's Degree of Science in Nursing. And in 2017, he graduated with a degree of doctor in medicine. As a student, he had been a representative of the university in various national and international conferences, such as in the Harvard Project for Asia and Internal Relations Asia Conference, where his team had won first place for the case study competition under the Health and Social Policy Panel. In 2018, he was awarded as an Outstanding Intern during his postgraduate internship at Jose R. Reyes Memorial Hospital. The year after, he was selected to become a member of the Technical Working Group of the Department of Health Strategic Plan for Mental Health. He worked as a research associate on health financing and health information system projects and the Alliance for Improvement of Health Outcomes, Incorporated. Recently, he started teaching as a professor of community and public health at the Far Eastern University. Currently, he works for the mental health of the people deprived of liberty in the Future Bridging Leaders Program of the Asian Institute Management Team Energy Center for Bridging Leadership. He is also currently serving as a public health and mental health consultant for the Institute for Politics and Governance, which is a non-organization that works for institutionalized harm reduction efforts for people who use drugs in local government units. Our speaker is the youth champion for SDG3, good health and well-being of the 2030 project, a registered nurse, a licensed medical doctor in the Republic of the Philippines and the founder and national chairperson of the Youth for Mental Health Coalition Incorporated, which is an NGO composed of youth advocates who work towards improving the Philippine mental health situation. I would like to welcome Mr. Raymond John S. Naget.
2: Hello, hello, everyone. Good evening to all of the listeners, and uh, of course, I'd like to thank the CEU Psychological Society for inviting me uh, in this podcast. And uh, I'm very pleased, no, to to share with you some insights with regard to substance use. Of course, the disclaimer lang ako, eh, na hindi ako psychiatrist. I'm not an expert in terms of substance use, but um, mainly my work deals with working with communities so that harm reduction. Uh, approaches are actually institutionalized no, uh, with regard to substance abuse disorders. So we're, I'm actually very much looking forward to the conversation that in this, uh, this uh, evening and uh, we're actually excited no, to, to, uh, no, to, to share with you some of the lessons that I'm hearing at the community level.
0: Welcome to the Friday Sit-Down, Dr. RJ. Thank you for coming on this Episode to dive into some substance abuse disorder. If I may, how are you doing po in this pandemic, especially when, when recently there was a super typhoon po?
2: Oh nga eh, nag, nagpatong-patong yung mga crises that we're facing. Um, a bit of a challenge lang, nung, nung sa start ng pandemic, I've had uh, challenges in terms of sleeping. Pero I'm doing better now. I'm exercising more, I'm more deliberate in terms of taking care of myself. And of course, yung, yung importance of community... Um Grabe, hindi ko talaga ma overemphasize ngayon. Kasi nga, um, kahit na naka-physical distancing mode pa rin tayo, minsan yung simpleng um, pakikipagkausap lang sa ibang mga tao, napakalaking
0: tulong talaga. Yes po. So, grabe po talaga yung ngayon, no? Parang, ano na, <laughs> di na yung mga bagay-bagay. Um, to, to start off to, for tonight po, what is substance abuse disorder and how is it developed? And there will be follow-up questions po, as we go on po.
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, I'd like to emphasize that when we talk about substance abuse disorders, this is actually part of mental health. No, so, hindi siya criminal issue, hindi siya um, justice uh, issue. No, so we have to understand and frame it as something that is health related, so that the interventions that we will do are also health. No, yung yung approaches natin sa kanila. Um, so when we talk about substances, naman, uh, define mula natin ito. This is actually a any form of uh, when we talk about drugs, no, it's any form of substance that can actually cause changes in our bodies. No? So anything that you take in, ingest, no, those can be considered um, drugs no, or substances. So of course yung ano na yan yung uh, depend magdedepende kung magkakaroon siya ng positive or even a negative effect will depend on the dosage will depend on how uh, it is actually administered to the body. So syempre meron tayong mga ilang conceptsorin na kailangan linawin before we delve into the substance abuse disorder kasi nga pag pinag-usapan natin yung mental health lagi natin siyang na-associate with something very negative no lagi siyang disorders lagi. Kaya I invite yung mga Na nakikinig dito na pag pinag-usapan natin yung mental health we also need to talk about wellness about resilience building. So yung ano yung uh, yung pinag usapan natin for this evening is just the 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 very extreme side of uh, of uh, mental health no which is focused on pathology. So linawin ko lang yung ibang konsepto. So when we talk about acute intoxication, this is actually the transient. It's a transient so nawawala rin siya. Parang feelings mo lang, di ba? Minsan um nakala okay kayo, tapos biglang mawawala siya. <laughs> parang parang ganun rin minsan sa acute intoxication. So, it's a chance condition uh, following an intake of a psychoactive substance. So, this results in, um, of course, challenges in terms of consciousness, pwedeng magkaroon ng changes in terms of cognition, perception, affect or even behavior. So ito, uh, pag-acute intoxication, this does not mean automatically magiging dependent na yung tao dun sa substance na yan. Kasi yan yung isa sa mga misconceptions. eh. And I think one of the challenges also on why we approach the substance abuse problem in the Philippines very differently. Kasi uh, dito sa Pilipinas, pag nasabi na, okay, nag-positive ka sa urine test ng drugs, regardless of how many times you use it, you're already considered as a person with uh, substance abuse problems no so which is in fact hindi totoo no so there are a lot of people na recreationally using drugs or ginamit lang yan for for a one time tapos nagiging ano na sila no na na-brand na sila as people with substance use disorder so later on pag pumunta ako dun sa clinical na mga criteria according to the DSM5 makikita ninyo na hindi lang um yung mismong paggamit, yung, uh, yung ginagamit natin criteria to diagnose people with substance abuse disorder. So meron pang other uh, symptoms that you also need to be mindful of. So yun yung first, no, acute intoxication. Second is overdose. No? So this is actually the use of a drug in any amount which causes acute uh, physical or even mental effects. No? So somehow related to sa acute intoxication. But when we talk about withdrawal, ito yung sobrang um sobrang uh, tagal mo na ginagamit yung drug and then you actually um stop it no from from you actually stop from using it so this actually um, produces an unpleasant symptom no uh, pwedeng magkaroon ka ng palpitations pwedeng sumakit yung ulo mo di ba na ako actually na experience ko tong ano itong withdrawal when i was preparing for the board exams so that time kasi parang um sobrang ad- adik ko talaga sa coffee during that time so every day nakaka 4 to 5 cups of black coffee ako during during uh, my preparation for the board exams at uh, napansin ko pag kunara, hindi ako na ka take ng coffee parang hindi ako masyado motivated or parang wala ako sa mood or even minsan umabot sa point na parang nagpapalpitate ako at sumasakit yung ulo ko pag uh, hindi ako nag take ng ng uh, coffee so that's actually something na uh, symptomatic of a withdrawal episode and of course, um, umaabot rin sa point, especially if we use yung mga substances in a very um, high level. no? So that can actually lead to what we call harmful use. So dito na pumapasok yung mga possible physical or even social consequences. So pag sabi natin physical, ito yung pwedeng matamaan yung liver mo, pwedeng matamaan yung kidneys mo because these are the parts of the body na usually nagme-metabolize ng mga ganitong mga substances. Or sometimes, it might have social consequences. no? So dahil sa paggamit mo ng substance, you actually lose time in terms of engaging with other people. Or parang um, hindi na rin naayos yung pakikitungo, pakikitungo mo sa kanila. So when we talk about dependence naman, ito yung psychological, behavioral, even um, cognitive um, phenomena na as in ka talaga doon sa substance na yon no so dito na talaga yung parang kailangan nating i-address sila immediately because uh, pag ganito hindi na lang yung hindi na lang simple sa kanila na sabihin mo na mag-stop ka nang gumamit ng drugs mag-stop na sila it, it wouldn't really actually be uh, the the course no um so uh, when we go to the DSM so they would define substance use disorders as a uh, consisting of these 11 different criteria so number 1 um, you're taking the substance in larger amounts or for longer than you're meant to. So, for example, um, um, initially, uh, tinatake mo lang siya once a day. Tapos later on, parang hindi mo na mapigilan. No? Parang uh, tinatake mo na siya for one week. So, those can actually be uh, symptoms na hindi na lang siya yung normal recreational use of drugs but a pathology already. Second is you want to cut down or stop using the substance but not managing to. So, para conscious ka na. Uh, yung uh, paggamit ko ng uh, substance ay hindi nakakatulong sa akin pero hindi ko rin mapigilan yung sarili ko kung bakit ko siya ginagamit. So that's the second criteria. Third is spending a lot of time getting, using, or recovering from use of the substance. So ito yung isa sa mga narinig ko sa mga communities. Eh. Parang when you engage with them sasabihin nila sa'yo ah ako pumunta pa ako sa kabila at kabilang barangay para lang ano, uh, kumuha ng substance na yon. So they, ha- they go out of their way to actually um, uh, procure those substances. And syempre, yung sinasabi ko kanina ang cravings so, and urges to use the substance. So ito yung something na hindi nila makontrol at certain times. So one of the main goals of therapy talaga is to restore that sense of um, control No, dun sa person na kaya nilang i-manage yung mga ganung mga urges. And then fifth is not managing what you do at work home or school because of the substance abuse problem. So, dito naapektuhan na yung activities of daily living natin kung tawagin. So, hindi na tayo masyadong naka-function sa school, naapektuhan na yung performance natin sa work, or even uh, our personal relationships might already suffer. And, uh, syempre, um, yun nga, sabi ko nga kanina, sometimes you give up on important social, occupational, and even recreational activities para lang magawa mo yung um, yung, yung paggamit ng ano, ng. And uh, yun nga, parang kahit na it will possibly put you in danger sa paghanap mo ng drugs na yan, um, nakaka- ina- inaano mo pa rin siya, no? pinapersume mo pa rin siya. And uh, yun nga, kahit nga alam mo na na may mga negative consequences, both physical and psychological, you still continue using it. No? So may mga symptoms ka na nararamdaman, pero hindi mo siya masyadong pinapansin. And then, uh, tenth is, you need more of the substance to get the effect that you want. So ito yung konsepto ng yung tawag nating tolerant. So you keep on uh, increasing the amount para makuha mo yung same level of high na previously hindi mo na kukuha, no? And then uh, 11th is yung sinasabi ko nga kanina na withdrawal symptoms. So these are just some of the criteria that uh, that can tell us na merong substance abuse disorder yung isang tao.
0: O oh, po yung ano, so parang there are times na um, here in the Philippines as like what you said earlier na they already conclude something na, ay, ito, substance abuse na po, hmm Yeah. Um, what are the factors that might occur and increase the increase of developing a, SAD po? And what is the age range that mostly experiences SAD po?
2: Mm. Well, siguro, um, gusto ko lang emphasize na any uh, age can actually be susceptible no, in terms of developing substance abuse disorders. Pero siyempre, may mga certain demographics no, that uh, are actually affected. So siyempre, nandiyan yung adolescent to young adult age group, di ba? Kasi nandiyan yung stage of you experimenting, di ba? With uh, substances, or, or sometimes, uh, usually, pag ginamit nila ito, um, very recreational lang naman yung use. Hindi naman yung nagiging dependent talaga sila on, on these issues. And then, of course, nandiyan yung mga people who experience extreme life events. No? So, for example, nagkaroon ng tragic loss, nagkaroon ng problem with regard to their business, um, namatayan ng family member. No? So, those can actually be um, reasons on why people uh, use yung uh, substances. No? So, ilan lang yan sa mga, um, mga reasons or, or one of their coping mechanisms to, to manage their problems. And then, of course, nandiyan yung mga people who have very poor impulse control no so actually malaking factor talaga ang impulse control pag pinag-usapan natin yung substance use disorders kasi nga majority of the people naman who use substances do not use it uh in a harmful way no so ibig sabihin, hindi biyan diyon nakaaapekto sa ibang mga tao so ito yung mga tinatawag nating non-problematic uh substance uh users uh, in contrast, doon sa frame, for example, ng government na um, ina- laging lagin associate yung paggamit ng droga sa criminality, which is, in fact, hindi siya totoo if you would just look at the numbers. So, a uh, majority of the people who need um, support actually benefit from even non-specialized interventions such as community supports, um, yung kahit nga, uh, basic na medications can actually also help. Um, siguro gusto ko lang, lang rin i-highlight yung naririnig ko rin sa community na majority of the people who use substances are the people na kailangan nila ng ng stimuli. No? So, uh, di ba, pag pinag-usapan natin yung drugs, merong mga stimulants, merong depressants, merong hallucinogens. Y- hallucinogenics no so usually pag uh, ginagawa ng mga ano, ng if you would look at the philippine uh, the profile of a filipino drug user usually sila yung mga uh, middle aged uh, men na nasa working class no nasa workforce uh, and sometimes they use yung mga um, mga stimulants para uh, ano pa rin sila no? mag uh, maging alert pa rin sila in their environment so uh, hindi ko lina lahat pero yung isa sa mga prime examples dito yung mga uh, truck drivers, for example, na kailangan bumiyahin ng gabi or even the call center agents na kailangan magtrabaho sa gabi. So yung mga ganun, parang they sometimes take uh, substances para at least gising sila. But they're not causing problems in their society. no. So isa yan sa mga gusto ko lang rin ni-highlight. And of course, I'm not generalizing na sinasabi ko na pag call center agent ka or truck driver ka, substance abuse uh, <laughs> may, may, may disorder. Let's uh, just make that clear.
0: Uh, those people namang po that diagnosed with SAD, what kind of satisfaction do they get from um, uh, consuming such substance po?
2: Um, siguro not all naman experience some level of satisfaction. Some of them use these substances to numb their feelings. No? So merong siguro initial elation, merong initial happiness that comes from it, merong initial na parang hype up sayo no pero later on parang um ma- realize mo rin na it's not something constant no so it's something that is fleeting also so siguro y- yung um I wouldn't term it as benefits pero yung mga um, things that they get out of uh, using substances is number 1 is alertness diba yung nasabi ko nga kanina yung makailangan magtrabaho uh, mas nagigising sila pag gumagamit yes. sa substances second is that it might actually provide an escape from uh, their day-to-day concerns or their problems. So, parang ano siya, I, I see it as a way of coping, um, although hindi ganun ka healthy yung coping mechanisms na ito because it might lead to dependency later on. And then, yun nga, yung sabi ko kanina na initial elation and happiness, or euphoria kung tawagin, pero later on, hindi rin siya magiging ganun ka-sustainable.
0: So, we all know naman po na uh, sometimes we cannot tolerate what we do po. No? And for you po, Doc, what kind of daily activities that might help to avoid um, sad and prevent it from returning po
2: um siguro dito ko na rin yung concept of harm reduction which uh, we have been trying to introduce uh, sa communities natin although one of the challenges in pushing for harm reduction in the philippines is that hindi ganun ka, ka favorable yung policy environment natin so um Kung titingnan niyo, yung substance use is still very much criminalized. Um mahuli ka lang na gumamit ng, certain, uh, mahuli ka lang na may hawak na, na substance you're already uh, charged sometimes with use as well as um pushing ng drugs, no? So yan yung mga nasa RA 9165. At uh, minsan wala talagang masyadong um hindi ganoon ka-clear, no? Yung yung mga mechanisms on how they would charge you. At uh, minsan paggamit ka ng drugs, no? Um of course, depende yan dun sa amount no so pag kunarin hindi ganoon karami yung na ano sa yo uh, nahuli sa yo I, I do not remember lang yung yung limit pero merong cut off yan na pag less than the cut off um yun yung mag undergo ka ng community based drug rehab pero pag mas mataas na don then ano ka na no um uh, makukulong ka na or pag sa second time mo na, na pag sa second time ka na nahuli na gumamit ng drugs or nag positive dun sa urine test makukulong ka na so ilan lang yan sa mga um, reasons on why sa tingin ko hindi rin talaga nag-work yung harm reduction right, right now. Um, right now kasi, di ba, parang meron tayong um, seemingly zero tolerance approach when we uh, use drugs, di ba? So parang sinabi, okay, um, nahuli ka na na ang droga. Sasabihin sa'yo na, okay, stop mo na yan. Hindi ka nagagamit ng droga. Pero we all know na hindi ganun yung um, yung, yung approach because yung mga cravings, yung mga mga uh, Yung, yung mga urges mo, hindi naman ganun kadali mawawala yan. And of course, pag inalis mo agad yung substance, yung sinasabi ko sa inyo kanina, withdrawal symptoms might actually happen. Kaya minsan, um, bumabalik rin talaga yung mga tao dun sa paggamit ng drugs. So, the concept of harm reduction is that um, it actually um, uh addresses no yung yung uh, mga very punitive approaches to uh, problematic drug use so we acknowledge that in every person there's inherent dignity and there's a certain sense of humanity dun sa tao na should be um kumbaga hardness no para at least ma-link sila doon sa appropriate and public health oriented approaches. So sa ibang bansa kasi nag-start to sa sa Portuguese no. So nagkaroon sila nag-Portugal pala. sa Portugal nagkaroon sila ng uh, drug problem doon sa sa Europe during that time. Ito yung parang ano um nagkaroon sila ng sobrang daming people naggumagamit ng drugs. And one of the things that they did is that they tried to limit yung pag yung mga problematic things that might arise doon sa paggamit ng drugs, but not necessarily directly addressing yung decreasing or, or uh, goaling na, na pababain yung mga people who use drugs in their communities. So what they did is that they decriminalized substance use. They actually offered yung mga... Um, Uh, mga clinics kung saan pwede kang mag-substances. Hindi lang naman yung drugs, eh, but actually yung HIV was the main reason on why they actually um, uh, advocated for harm reduction. So instead of them sharing needles, yung ginamit nila is that they sterilize the needles, tapos merong medical professional or health person na supervise ng mga ganong ganong, uh, administration ng drugs. So of course, what they do is that... um, no observe sila for any side effects, no. Tapos kung merong mga uh, side effects such as dehydration, ready yung mga ano yung mga health professionals doon in giving um hydration as well as other medications just in case na nagoverdose yung some person so y- yun napansin nila na bumaba yung gumagamit ng drugs later on at uh, na- napatay rin yung tinatawag nating black market no kasi the more that you criminalize drugs i na born na itatago ng mga tao yung paggamit nila ng substance. and i think that is more problematic kasi yung nangyayari ngayon pag hindi puro yung ginagamit na substance minsan din ang nag-arise yung mga different um um negative side effects eh ba so instead of you uh, just minding one effect ng isang drug instead nilahaluaan niya ng iba-ibang mga um substances um hindi ko lang maalala pero dito yata yung sa shabu ginahaloan nila ng chocolate di ba so there're ring or some component that might arise because of those kinds of um uh unregulated practices that's why uh yung yung position ko talaga personally is to decriminalize substance use uh and also regulate yung yung sale ng ng drugs so that asan natin no alam na natin kung ano yung um, um approach natin um i remember nung ano nung kalamoyon last year we visited yung uh, isang place sa uh, Indonesia no so sa Indonesia meron silang mga community based drug rehab programs jaan and what's uh, surprising is that yung mga um, centers na ito are not led by doctors and nurses and other health professionals. They're led by people who actually benefited from the program. So yung mga centers nila, they call it they branded as an organization tapos yung president nila yun yung nagano nagrecover dati sa sa paggamit ng um ng ng substances in their area of course they still have yung mga very punitive approaches very conservative pa rin naman kasi sa Indonesia pero magugulat ka doon yung yung mga uh, sinasabi kong clinics sa, sa sa western part of the world ginagawa nila sa ilalim ng puno merong mga areas kung saan sila pwede mag safely gumamit ng drugs so yung mga ganun ba na um nakikita natin na ano Merong paunti-unting um approach na or parang wean off natin yung mga tao sa uh, substances without um also reinforcing yung yung paggamit nila ng substance. Kasi yung gusto naman talaga natin is to wean them out of, of substances eh, pero hindi yung bigla-bigla na aalisan mo sila ng ng substance, no? So kasi yun nga pwede magkaroon ng withdrawal symptom. So again, I'd like to emphasize the the uh the concept of reframing how we see relapse. Kasi minsan pag uh, nakita natin na gumamit ulit ng droga si si person A, parang failure na failure na natin yan. Pero I think it's important for us to learn how to process, no kung paano natin ina-approach yan. Kasi pag kunari nakuha natin yung yung moment na yan na nag, nagamit natin siya to explore with the person and being reasons kung bakit ka gumamit ulit, uh, may nangyari bang masama sa Sa, sa'yo, merong bang uh, nakadagdag ng stress sa'yo, kaya naisipan mong gumamit ulit. So yung mga ganun, uh, we can actually work with them to map out ways on how to prevent it from occurring next time. So parang mas pinagtitibay natin yung will ng person at yung resolve ng person to be well, pag hindi natin sila na down, just in case that they relapse. Pero sa Pilipinas, pag nagrelapse ka <laughs> after the, the community-based drug rehab, Ka na, di ba? So, uh, merong disrupt doon sa science as well as how we're approaching it in the Philippines. And, uh, of course, I'd like to also emphasize the importance of addressing the, the, the main reasons why people use drugs, di ba? So, nandiyan yung socioeconomic factors, nandiyan yung uh, relationships with other people, nandiyan yung mga mental health problems na sometimes... Yan yung, uh, yan yung rin ng mga paggamit ng drugs eh uh, kasi nga for example if you have for example bipolar disorder or even schizophrenia sometimes merong poor impulse control kana experienced experience. Diba? so that might actually uh, lead you to using drugs later on so we have to really couple yung yung pag-address ng mental health problems to on sa uh, pag ng substance use disorders because in fact substance abuse disorders are also mental health problems themselves. No? So, kailangan yan. And that's something that we're trying to work on right now.
0: It's really important po not to take st- was one at a time because um, as you said po kanina na you can possibly harm more the person if you take away something na agad-agad po. Uh, what specific medication should or therapy can be used to treat SAD po? Or is there a chance po na SAD will go back after a certain therapy um
2: ano siya eh? uh, it depends on on um, the stage ng paggamit ng person no? so if there's an ongoing substance use then doon doon ka talaga magano magbibigay ng mga more immediate interventions so for example merong overdose then there are specific na medications to address overdose or to correct yon um uh, meron ring mga specific na mga uh, for example like uh, nag- nag-take ka ng opioids. No? So, minsan kasi maapektuhan nun yung breathing mo, um, madidepress yung buong ano, yung, um, physiological functions mo. So, you might need ventilator support. No? So, may mga emergency situations that might need immediate referral sa mga hospital. Pero usually, pag nasa, ano ka na, nasa uh, phase ka na of uh, uh, really addressing, wala namang emergency, ganyan, then you have to address the symptoms. So, may mga specific medications yan depending on the kind of substance that you take. So again, wala namang one-size-fits-all strategy talaga when we talk about um, management of uh, these kinds of concerns. But uh, syempre, pag nandung ka na dun sa stage na you, uh, in, uh, you stop taking medications or you uh, already shifted to non-harmful use, then that's the time that you actually emphasize on community supports as well as um, teaching them how to manage yung mga relapse. No? So meron tayong concept na tinatawag na urge surfing. no? So, isa yan sa mga techniques that uh, we advocate for in harm reduction. So, dito uh, tinuturuan natin yung client na ano ba yung uh, possible triggers? Ano yung mga symptoms when you actually feel na gagamit ka na para at least alam makakamap ka na ng interventions to prevent yourself from doing it. So, parang may mga positive diversions rin tayo dapat na uh, natin na-take. So, um, and of course, nandiyan yung pag-address ng other concerns. So, siyempre, kung kang problems with Hepatitis B, Hepatitis C, there are specific interventions for that a medically based. Um, and kunara HIV yung problem, then you have to teach them and counsel them on uh, safe sex practices, on how to avoid yung, yung uh, needle sharing, uh, and of course, yung, ano, yung paggamit ng condoms also. Those are very important.
0: Those with, with SAD po, na um, we all know they consume such um, uh, drugs or any um, is there a possibility that they show uh, a different person between his or her normal state and after rehabilitation?
2: when we're about personality, these are long-term, uh, long-standing traits of a person. No? So it's something na hindi not very easily Um But I think if uh, people take um, uh, substances in between, no, uh, pre and post, wala masyadong mababago with the personality. But, there might be some changes in terms of how, how they perceive things. There might be some changes in terms of how they function. So, uh, when we talk about substance abuse disorder, it's not a matter of personality. Kasi minsan, pag uh, uh, kinorelate natin yung personality to uh, their disorder, parang ibig sabihin no, na parang hindi natin ito mababago. Kasi, long-standing long talaga yung mga, ano eh, yung, mga, yung, yung personality natin. So, um, um, hindi ano, hindi uh, significant, I, I think, yung ano yung personality and uh and substance use disorder, but it's more of the functioning of the person at saka yung yung functions yung, yung ano niya, yung, yung uh, how they perceive, how they process certain things.
0: Those medications and therapy po na, you said earlier po, is there a chance there that our government or other government, um, produce such programs to help people with with SAD po
2: Alam niyo nung nasa Indonesia ako yung isang word na, uh, yung ilang sa mga word na sabi ko lang na sana all <laughs> Don't <talaga, laughs> Magugulat ka talaga doon parang na, medyo na culture shock ako kasi parang sa Pilipinas pag kunari, ay may kumagat ng droga um to hangin na yan, di ba may of. mga ganong... <laughs> Murap ko lang yung gumagamit ng substance. Tapos parang yung um, yung parang center nila on where people actually access yung mga uh, medications. Katabi lang ng health center. Actually, nakadikit sa health center. And uh, what's more surprising is that uh, yung yung um, ginagamit nilang, yung pag-win off sa kanila, yung paunti-unti na, ano, na pagbawas ng pagtake take ng drugs, it's actually computed by the person himself. no? So it's not directed by a health professional. Of course, may mga nag-supervise, pero sila mismo yung nag-identify ng goals and outcomes of treatment at naging sustainable siya because the person actually um, parang develops that agency over their own health concern. Hindi siya parang very uh, doctor-centered or uh, professional-centered. So yung mga na sana mag- maging gano'n yung um, programs natin sa government Pero kasi right now very ano pa rin eh, very very blanket yung mga programs. So I'm not sure if you're familiar pero pag kunari, pag, pag natin yung uh, community-based drug rehab, it spans for around 6 months to a year. So imagine kung isang basis ka lang tumikim ng marijuana, for example, mag undergo ka ng community-based drug rehab for 6 months just for just for one one ano one, one um instance of taking that drug hindi ka naman dependent on the uh, pers- uh, on the drug hindi ka naman nagkaroon ng withdrawal symptoms diba so kailangan natin siguro pagtingin ren on how we actually individualize yung treatment plans natin no when we uh, deal with people with mental health problems at uh, syempre nandiyan rin yung what kind of drug rehabilitation program that we run um i've been hearing na merong mga um, mga drug rehabilitation program na nagsasabi na okay magsimba ka lang o kaya uh, mag-manood ka ng pre-recorded na anti-drug uh, video that they developed. So, yung mga ganun ba, parang nagiging challenge pa rin siya. And um, I think it would also help if you can uh, talk about how to link them to social supports. Kasi nga, if uh, the basic needs of the people are not met, yung pangkabuhayan nila hindi na address, then it, yung substance use problem, it wouldn't really be solved. At hindi rin successful yung community-based drug rehab. So, I know of a barangay na nagaano sila na no? nagbibigay sila ng um seed money for the person to start their own business no so pwedeng ganun yung gawin natin kasi minsan may mga barangay rin naman na nag uh, nagle livelihood program ko no pero yung tinuturo sa kanila is ano uh, weaving <laughs> yung yung things na hindi nila masyado magagamit so we, we also need to um, really work with the people with uh, substance use disorders para matukoy ano ba yung pangalangan ninyo ano ba yung mga things na sa tingin yung nakakatulong sa inyo at hindi yung very top-down na, na mga approaches. And siguro lastly, we need to also reframe how we see people who use drugs because stigma is still very real. Not everyone will be open into attending our sessions kasi nga yung stigma ba na nagsabi ka sa, ano, sa, sa barangay na meron kang uh, substance problem, um, ang hirap na gawin nun, no? And uh, minsan, madadagdag ka pa rin dun sa drug list, kung tawagin. At ang hirap kaya, madilis dun sa drug list ng PNP. So, isa yan sa mga uh, policy challenges which I think uh, should be addressed at the national level. Ah, meron Once pa- again,
0: sana all po.
2: Sana all, meron pa now, yung idea ng mental health and substance abuse. So, ngayon, and this is also included dun sa Philippine Mental Health Laws, RA11036, na if you've uh, found to be positive for using substances, then um, you should be screened for mental health conditions. So, isa yan sa mga paraan na nakita namin, para at least hindi lahat ng mga gumagamit ng droga or found to be positive of drugs, I makukulong na lang, basta-basta. No? So, kung na na-screen ka for you to have a mental problem, uh, maano ka talaga, refer ka sa isang mental health facility for you to be well before you actually um are referred to to uh, to jails or even prison.
0: So, um, for the past years po, is, um, do you think that cases for SAD increases or decreases po? Why such po?
2: I'm not sure kasi iba-iba rin yung numbers ng government eh. <laughs> um, ang hirap magbatay, no? lalo na kung um, very stigmatized yung yung concern. So we might not be addressing or knowing the exact uh, magnitude of the problem because hindi naman lahat maging open, magsasabi na, oh, nag ako gumamit ng substance. So syempre, may mga uh, people who wouldn't be comfortable in terms of doing that. Um, so yeah, so um, I, I wouldn't really uh be uh comfortable saying na nag-increase or decrease. But I think it should be a concern, no? Lalo na ngayon na, um, na nasa bahay lang tayo, mataas yung impact sa mental health natin ng, ng pandemic and the typhoon. So probably people experience some form of distress. And sabi ko kanina, yung substances can be a, a coping mechanism of some people.
0: And lastly po, Doc, how is it? important for a person with SAD to have a support system.
2: I think as as uh, as people who uh work with people who use drugs. napaka-importante talaga ng support coming from their family. Kasi um sabi ko nga very stigmatized itong condition na ito and wala tayo masyadong malalapitan. And as long as hindi natin uh na sa kanila na maraming mga gustong tumulong or ma-paytindihan sa kanila na ganun yung konsepto ay uh, hindi talaga natin sila ma, ma hindi natin ma-address yung paggamit na ng substance. So it's important to have family members who will be supportive but varying stages of uh, of the person, no? So dun sa paggamit pa lang, pag-seek ng support, and then sa pag, uh, pagpapanatili nung ano nila, no? Nung um, hindi paggamit ng drugs, malaki yung yung support na binibigay ng family. And of course, nandoon din yung pagbibig, uh, paggamit ng psychosocial support to inform the person. Because sometimes, hindi naman um, all the time na may kasamang doktor o kaya nurse yung, yung person, di ba? na gumagamit ng substance. So, baka kailangan nila na makakuha uh, ng also inputs from the family members who can reinforce yung sinasabi ng uh, health professional. Ayun. So, those are just some of the uh, psychosocial supports. And sometimes, um, yung isa sa mga explore namin ngayon is forming uh, support groups no, among people who use cogs Pero yun nga, dahil nagka-pandemic, medyo nagka-challenge kami in terms of doing it face-to-face.
0: Thank you for that wonderful discussion po doc RJ and it, it really enlightened me po about SAD since um, i'd admit uh, before i went to uh, as a psychology student uh, i'm one of those people now when you see uh, an individual who consuming such substance i Bato, <laughs> ah, di Ganun mo. Um and now I think it's time to hear from our listeners. Earlier this week we sent out a link for our side cues, where anyone can send in their questions for our guests to clarify regarding common misconceptions on SAD. Let's start with let's start with number one, OLFU Quezon City. Their question is what can you say with the current situation of drug abuse?
2: marami akong gusto sabihin <laughs> at uh, partly ano um, nasabi ko na kanina na we're not actually addressing the drug problem based on science we're not addressing it based on empiric evidence and um napaka lacking uh, problema talaga na extreme polarization parang laging naging ano pa no? naging kalaban pa ng ng buong sambayanan ang mga ng substance where in fact people uh, with uh, who use drugs actually Need support more than ever, no? and uh, I think, sabi nga nila, the the society will be judged by, on how it will treat the most marginalized groups. At kung hindi makatao yung pananaw natin sa mga mga ng droga, then we have to also rethink as a society on what our values are.
0: Thank you, Po, sir. Uh, second question, the same from OLFU, Quezon City. How this disorder is still stigmatized in our country?
2: Um, it's stigmatized because, um. Mental health in general is stigmatized, no. So if you would look at the history of yes, mental sure. health, actually came from a very dark past, and daming mga human rights violations nangyari before, and daming arbitrariness in terms of diagnosing people with mental problems. Even um, mental health was weaponized against a certain group, no. So if you would recall yung sa Nazi regime, de Yung mga hindiya uh, Germans, no, or not, those not coming from the Aryan race, were not uh, seen as humans, no. So sayon sa mga ginamit nilang mga things uh, na na-weaponize, yung mental health. So, for those na, um, na coming from their own race, no, nabigyan sila ng psychotherapy, yung initial stages nun. Pero pag hindi, then they actually um, render them impotent. No? So, ginagawa, ginagawa silang infertile. So, isa yan sa mga pwede nating uh, tignan historically. Pangalawa is because of the uh, because of the tide of populism also happening at a global level. So, of course, if you have leaders who are strong men, uh, it's mga nagawa, is to point a specific group or a specific person nakaawai ng, ng bansa, No, So, uh, this time, uh, nung early uh, days nang ng, ng administration, it was pointing out to the people who use drugs. And then later on, it became the, the activists. And then later on, it became the media. So, yung mga ganun ba na. Um, it adds to the polarization of of uh, the the institutions that we have, and right now, hindi lang naman demokrasya yung online. Eh. It's also the lives of people who use drugs. So yun nga. Parang we have to really rethink as a society kung ano ba yung pinabagyo talaga natin, especially kung ganon. And sometimes, siguro ano rin siya, no? um, um, It's the lack of education. And it's the lack of us working people, uh, it's the lack of us really immersing with the communities. Because kunare hindi mo naman, wala ka naman kakilano gawagamit ang droga, madaling paniwalaan yung ano eh, yung ah, criminal ito, kaya delikado itong taong ito. Pero if you get to know them, uh, you, you put faces to sa mga pinag-uusapan nating mga uh, uh, people who use drugs, then mas madali sa atin mag uh, deepen nung we niyatik empathy for other people so siguro important din talaga na makausap natin sila makinten natin sa labi tao at maging yari if we continue to share spaces with them kaya ako yung uh, yung uh, project where I engage directly with uh, people who use drugs sa Indonesia tapos later in the Philippines um, malaking a yun sa akin kasi nga you really understand their struggle uh, you humanize yung situation nila and you do not just see them as diagnosis. no? Kasi minsan, pinatayo lang natin yan. Andaling, andaling kayang sabihin na, okay, sampu uh, lang yung namatay na na gumagamit ng droga ngayong araw. Pero, can you just imagine kung ilan yung mga pamilya nila? Kung ano yung mga mabubuting ginawa rin ng mga taong ito sa komunidad? I think uh, yun yung mga bagay na kailangan ni pag-usapan. At gusto ko rin emphasize na yung mga taong nakagamit, nakasupok ng, uh, ng droga ay nakakabangon rin naman. Similar to to uh, any other mental health condition that we haven't natin just because of using a certain substance.
0: Thank you, sir. Um, second and last question from Clarit School of Quezon City. Is it true that it's most like mostly men are affected by SAD and why?
2: Um, I haven't really uh, looked at the statistics uh, recently. Um, pero I think it's not very relevant. Of course, it will be relevant, especially if we're going to target certain interventions. But ko kasi yung the uh, interventions can also be focused on how to actually help them, no? regardless of their gender, uh, regardless of their age, regardless of the certain demographic. There are certain basic principles that we can actually adopt uh, that would actually be um, helpful for everyone who might need support.
0: Thank you. Po. That ends our PsyQs for today's episode. We hope tonight's episode has brought awareness on how we should properly approach those with SAD. And now, we would like to award our guest speaker, Dr. RJ Naggit, a certificate for this program. This certificate of recognition is presented to Dr. Raymond John S. Naggit for sharing his expertise as a guest speaker in Episode 4, Diving into SAD, of CEU Psychology Society's podcast series entitled The Friday Sit-Down with the theme of Gaining Headway on Common Psychological Misconception, given this 26th day of November in the year 2020. Thank you so much, Dr. RJ. Before we conclude this episode, I would like to call on the Assistant Treasurer of the CEO Psychology Society, Mr. Ronan Eilish Ruben P. Cuenca.
3: Good evening to each and everyone listening to this episode. In behalf of our organization and overall chairperson of this event, I would like to say thank you to our guest speaker tonight, Dr. RJ, for sharing his ideas and knowledge about substance abuse disorder. I would also like to thank all the committees. This episode would not be successful without your presence. I hope everyone learned a lot from tonight's episode and were able to understand SAD's common misconceptions, how it progresses, the treatment one undergoes, and the risks that come when the disorder is left unattended. I would also like to mention again and give our gratitude to all of our partners. This episode is co-presented by Far Eastern University Psychology Society, De La Salle Areneta University Psychology Society, National Teachers College Psychological Society, Our Lady of Fatima University Antipolo Psych Organization, University of Perpetual Help System Delta Kalamba Psychology Society, Psychology Society of Pamantasan ng Kabuyaw. Don Honorio Ventura State University Psychology Society and Polytechnic University of the Philippines Psychology Students Association. Thank you, and we hope to see you on December 11 for the fifth and final episode of the Friday Sit Down.